It is never too early to feel the vicious constrictions of the python of time wrapping its way around your neck, crushing and suffocating you not only under the weight of who you are today, but of who you could have been, siphoning your life force to worlds where you are more than someone sitting alone in the dark, listening to a voice on the radio. The revolution is over. Tomorrow is today. Welcome to National Victory Radio. A special announcement on this special day. Our magnificent, illustrious, and infallible federal government has officially retracted a statement that someone who may or may not have been me may or may not have made on last week's broadcast, which obviously may or may not have actually been broadcast. The nature is classified. The status of the censorship is also entirely classified with no official statements being released or redressed or retracted or burned into anyone's skin in the form of a barcode, as is the case with any official proclamation. Again, this may or may not be relevant. Anyone who asks any further questions will be, as is custom, detained. Another brief update on last week's school board story. The search for a new president is underway, and several candidates have nervously and unsurely stepped forward to throw their hats into the ring. Or they would have if hats were legal. One of these candidates, Rick Lesser, a small, patriotic man draped in an American flag from atop a podium right in front of City Hall, with Mayor Pence at his side, made the following statement literally repeating everything our great and gorgeous mayor whispered surreptitiously into his ear in a beautiful, hushed tone. I am the only candidate. If anyone runs against me, bad things will happen to you and your family. And Marsha, Steve, I know it's you who's putting those signs up in everyone's yard. At this point, a few brave young party members of the Thought Police disperse the crowd with friendly tear gas as the public morale officers, leading by example behind their gas masks, obviously, instructed them to clap, cheer, and yell through the burning tears. An early challenger, Steve Piglet. An old Soviet flag murdered by a hammer and sickle with a handwritten note that read, I am a communist. Really, you shouldn't look into this anymore. I hate America. I promise. Absolutely. Ignoring the fact that his suicide note had already been heavily redacted by the recently purged department, this makes perfect sense. Really. Perfect sense. That government seal that was found on the suicide note was probably just placed there as a decoy by the rebellion, 
Mayor Mike Pence said in a beautiful and vivacious voice. It was all just an illusion. No further questions. Now for the weather. The skies are patriotic and white, and they are a particularized blend of pastel clouds swirling around like whippings of delicious and state-rationed cotton. The sweetness can be felt, smelt, seen in the air, intermingling with a warm and playful breeze. In other places, the world is an ashen, brutal void of wrecked and ruined cities, ash whispering as dead wings scream among the stories of dead and dying gods, punctuated by screeching hellfire missiles and lipping, lapping flames. It's coming for you. They're all coming for you. Or at least that's what I've heard. Now for sports. The Columbus Party Faithful took another resounding victory from the Los Angeles Screeching Eagles, longtime rivals, in this year's World Series. As always, and completely sensibly, if I might add, only American teams are even worth playing against. No non-American teams even made the cut for the World Series this year as they had in the past. Beating the rest of the forces of every other nations, our team was unbeatable. I mean, all of them were unbeatable. Saying anything else is heresy and, well, you'll most likely be detained. In any case, this year's World Series was held in New Washington and was attended by no one for safety reasons, but the government reassured all of us that the score was close and everyone won because we're all just fighting for freedom's sake anyway. The mayoral race continues to heat up with a singular candidate, horrifying political mastermind Mike Pence. Pence yesterday brutally, savagely, and publicly executed 18 more journalists who had unfoolishly opposed his benevolent and unstoppable reign of terror. His new slogan, the autocracy you know, has tested well compared to his opponent's slogan, deafening silence and sporadic gunfire. Now, for an ever so brief word from our singular sponsor. Fear is the brain's chief emotion, its most powerful progenitor, its strange disease. But what if fear was just a thing of the past, an eternal memory on the edge of our collective tongue? The Church of the Free Cross has an answer if you were even bothering to ask a question, that is. In fact, it has the only answer, the only legal answer. The Free Cross, come to church or be detained. Believe or die. Oh, I am just receiving word that a riot of some kind has broken out downtown. It appears a Yes, it, it appears that a group of over 1,000 students from Ohio State University have gathered outside of the Capitol building, waving signs and screaming terrible things. Police are... They're... Police are beating... Our, our brave police officers are th throwing grenades. 
are attempting to maintain order without force or are beating women and 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 children with steel but excuse me I'll be right back here is a pre-recorded message the thought police would like to remind you that freedom is not a choice being free is an idea and as we all know ideas are illegal so finally remember ideas are illegal so freedom is illegal remember then that the freedom the government gives you is immune from jurisdiction so don't worry about that don't worry about that at all oh okay uh, sorry for that brief break. Our benevolent and holy federal government has informed me that we suffered from an undisclosed and classified technical error. Uh, no need to worry about that now, of course. And frankly, there's not much need to worry about anything. Everything is fine. We are all fine. Uh, there are several fun state-approved events this week. In Columbus. Excuse me. On Monday, our biannual community sing will be hosted everywhere. All citizens of Columbus are required to exit their homes at 5 p.m. and sing the national anthem alongside literally every other citizen in our great nation. The government has announced that this will create a sense of fraternity, brotherhood, and patriotism nationwide. If you do not feel these emotions, you will be detained. Tuesday is a factory day. All citizens should disregard their normal jobs and lives and families and dreams and report to the nearest factory for mandatory war production. Remember, we are all in this together. And we will always be at war as long as freedom does not exist in other parts of the world. Fight. Fight against the dying light or don't and face the consequences. Wednesday is a danger. Do not look at the skies. Do not look at the skies. Thursday is ethnic cleaning day. All of you know what that means, don't you? Friday is fax and tax day. All taxes and faxes will be doubled in the name of truth, light, and the American way. Do your part. Your money isn't really yours anyway. It never has been. It never will be. Saturday and Sunday are classified and should not be planned for or anticipated because you'll know why soon enough. Okay, a brief update on that pesky little peaceful protest. The federal government would like to announce in their typically beautiful and benevolent way that there was no protest. It was just, if you saw anything, an ill-advised performance art piece, they said. If you did not see anything, there was nothing to see. But if you did, it was just art. You know how art can be weird, angry, overly sexual, inscrutable? <laughs> Frankly, I never really got it, all that art stuff. But I can barely draw a stick figure, so what do I know? 
I guess I'll just stick to the radio. That's fulfilling. I'm just the radio host. That is all I am and nothing more. That is all I ever will be and nothing more. Nothing more. A brief update from science. Uh, Johann Carlton, a local German but really American scientist, said in an interview that he and his lab had recently determined how to get out of this problem we're in and how to solve it once and for all. When questioned as to what that problem was, he would only shake his head and mutter, We're going to fix this. Just you wait. All journalists present then announced that they were taking a cruise to Belize, together, at the same time. So what? They allegedly asked, incredulous and packing their bags in unison. Can't a group of 40 unrelated journalists take a cruise at the drop of a hat? Then they literally sailed into the sunset, waving their hands and drinking martinis. A public safety alert. A group of rebels from the non-existent rebellion that officially does not exist have been spotted in the suburbs, wreaking havoc, smashing mailboxes, and stealing children in the way that most rebels do. But remember, they're not actually rebels. The peacekeepers and the thought police are enforcing unofficially, of course, a curfew of 4pm. Citizens found outdoors after 4pm on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays will be herded into large imposing black vans and forcibly taken from their friends, families, and other miscellaneous loved ones to one of 14 state-approved labor resorts Sounds fun. for a period of two days or for the rest of their long, miserable lives, toiling away in the boiling New Mexican sun in the freezing Alaskan wilderness, or in the prairies of Kansas, praying for a sweet end, praying for death's kind embrace. On the days not listed earlier, citizens will simply receive a $25 fine. In economic news, everything is perfect. There is no depression, there is no recession. Uh, this is the greatest job you have ever had. Woodrow Washington, our esteemed and powerful president, is undoubtedly the greatest jobs president we've ever had, besides the prime emperor Donald Trump, of course. Of course. Homeless people? What are those? What even is a home? America. Right? A brief update on the Ohio State incident. The mystical and unknowable federal government has subdued the non-existent protesting students with electric batons and tear gas, and in a non-existent and classified ceremony void of the traditional pomp and circumstance, 25 of the non-existent ringleaders were executed publicly, via hanging in the traditional way. There was no clapping, no cheering from the non-existent assembled crowd. Just a deadly, uninterrupted silence that leaked through everyone present, soaking their bones with the scent, with the feeling of youth lost, of dreams crushed, of a future unrealized. 
to the grieving parents of those executed, I will remind you that the state was justified in its actions because dissidents cannot be tolerated in any form and your brave students in pursuit of some goal larger than themselves, larger than all of us, and the state cannot simply abide this pursuit. The future for them may be over, but the symbol of their destructive rebellion will last long after their bodies rot on the noose. And that, friends, is time. Things happen, people change. States come and go, except for ours, obviously. But nothing, not you, not me, will last forever. But our ideas will last beyond decay. Not in books, duh. Not online, not on radio or podcasts, but in who, not what, we leave behind. Who we leave behind will remember us long after the dirt on our bones has turned to cold and dead ash. And that, friends, is our legacy. That is our future. The future. It's not a matter of time. It's a matter of us. Stay tuned next for the National Anthem. Again, God bless these United States. God bless all of you. May your ideas matter more than you ever could. Good night.